Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Welcome to The Daily Break. I'm Andrew Tallman. Here's what's happening today at Newsweek. Today, we begin with a first in history. The U.S. Energy Information Administration released data that shows that for the first time ever, sustainable energy sources, including wind and solar, actually produced 18% more electricity than nuclear power plants the first time wind and solar have passed nuclear in U.S. history. Obviously, in recent years, there's been a massive surge in production of renewable energy sources, including windmills and especially solar. But you also have other sources like geothermal, hydroelectric, and biomass that are now about 30% of the total energy production in the entire United States. Just one year ago, in 2021, clean energy only made up around 20% of the total. And this comes as part of the ongoing conversation about what to do with aging nuclear plants like the Diablo Canyon nuclear plant in California and the just-retired Palisades reactor in Michigan, because for the longest time, nuclear was one of the most efficient and least polluting ways of producing energy, but with the difficulty of disposing of the byproducts and with the fact that we're not really building new ones, it's just a question of how well or how long we maintain the old ones, what else would replace it? Well, we've had a big push towards natural gas, but that's still a hydrocarbon. And so now the fact that so much of our energy profile is produced by completely renewable sources like the sun and the wind, it's a big shift, partially because of concern about greenhouse gas emissions, but partially just because of not having to consume a resource in order to produce the energy. Over the past decade, solar production has actually decreased in cost about 85%. Wind has decreased about 55%, which of course has spurred their popularity worldwide. Now, the primary alternative, coal, still makes up the majority of U.S. electric production in the U.S., but that's been dropping. It dropped about 4% last year. So is there a future anytime soon when we could see renewable sources pass even coal or natural gas? Well, I don't think that 10 years ago most people thought we'd be here, and yet here we are. So who knows? And now for the other side of the story, we turn to Lake Mead, where a massive source of hydroelectric power, the Hoover Dam, is at risk of not being able to operate if the water level drops too much more, because due to the heat wave and the drought in the west, even the Hoover Dam can't back up enough water to create the natural fall that drives the turbines that produces the energy. More than 20% of the land in the western U.S. is currently in an extreme or exceptional drought since March of this year. That's according to the U.S. Drought Monitor. And if the reservoir gets below 895 feet, water just doesn't flow past the dam anymore. Now, the drop in the reservoir level at Lake Mead is, of course, its own problem because it's a great source of water from the Colorado River in addition to being the source of generating hydroelectric power. But of course, the lake's dropping level has been its own story as bizarre things have been showing up, including human skeletal remains in a barrel at the bottom of the lake that look like they came from somebody who was murdered in the mid-70s to 80. Then a few days later, you had another set of human remains at Calville Bay. Police are still investigating that. You can very vividly see in the canyon leading up to the dam that there's a distinct difference between the high watermark historically and where the water is today. 
And if we did get to the point where the water wasn't flowing past the dam anymore at 895, we could still have water levels drop due to evaporation, which a number of scientific papers have connected to the rising temperatures connected to global climate change. And by the way, this is not only a factor at the Hoover Dam, but you also have the Glen Canyon Dam basically suffering the same kinds of conditions, and overall energy production in the area is down 13%. And then even in California, where things are often dry, the Shasta Power Plant is about half of its maximum production because of low water levels. And part of the problem here is not just that we have hot temperatures, but that there wasn't a real heavy level of rain or snow in the winter, which is the source of the water runoff during the spring, and that's what we're seeing right now. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. And now from the Choices Have Consequences file, we go to the highly popular AITA forum on Reddit, or am I the unkind person, let's just say, where a woman posted the story of her wedding. Just two months ago, everything went off without a hitch except for one problem. And of course, there's always got to be one something at the wedding. How would you remember one wedding from another if something weird didn't happen? So this woman says that she hired a photographer through a company, a mid-sized place, that assigned you an employee. They had met with this female photographer several times to go over expectations, venues, whatever. No red flags, nothing weird. She didn't show up acting strangely, talking strangely, having 84 body tattoos and piercings. Just nothing weird like that. But then on the day of the actual wedding, she shows up in a sheer white blouse with lace, completely see-through, and no bra. The woman says, I noticed, my husband noticed, Everyone noticed. I and most of my guests just spent most of the evening trying to look away, but she says that as she'd walk through the reception, she could actually overhear people talking about it or joking about it. And honestly, she didn't get that worked up about it. She said that her husband and she had a good laugh, and after everything was done, they filed it in the, well, weird things happen at a wedding, and I guess every wedding needs a weird story, and at least mine didn't involve a guest getting drunk or doing something stupid. Oh, but wait, there's more. When she was emailed an opportunity to review the service of the photographer, she gave her high marks for the quality. The pictures were fantastic. And then under the professionalism category, gave her three out of five stars and wrote in the box that she thought the clothing could have been a little bit more professional. Subsequently, a manager from the operation called her for more clarity. She told the story about the outfit and said that it wasn't really a big deal, but it wasn't situationally appropriate. The manager didn't say too much, but sounded kind of serious and thanked her for the information. Well, subsequently, you guessed it, the photographer was fired. That's not the interesting part. The interesting part is how the client bride found out about it because the weekend after she was fired, the photographer girl showed up on her front lawn, drunk, wearing three bras and screaming at the top of her lungs at her house that this was all the bride's fault. And they actually had to call the police to have her removed. Now, I don't know what state this took place in, but as a resident of Florida, I have to say, I kind of wish we'd own this one because it does sound like our kind of a thing. The comments online are generally very supportive that obviously this wasn't the first thing she did wrong. You wouldn't fire somebody in this job market over a single three-star review. But then again, her follow-up reaction does pretty much justify the decision. Somebody else said that the fact that the manager called her over a three-star section means they were probably looking for a reason to fire her. 
Somebody else pointed out that it's unlikely that someone who shows up drunk at a client's house wearing three bras afterwards has an immaculate work history. And of course, what we're all wondering is if she had three for the after party, couldn't she find just one for the wedding? That's it for the Daily Break. Be sure to head over to Newsweek.com for these stories and more, including our growing podcast lineup. Consider subscribing to the digital and print editions of Newsweek if you haven't already. Hit the five-star review before you go, or at least if you're going to hit the three-star review, please don't tell my bosses I'm wearing see-through clothing. I'm Andrew Tallman. Thanks for listening to the Daily Break, brought to you by Newsweek. Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader, like that car riding your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on Auto Trader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.